Hey guys, Dee Williams here, and you are listening to episode number 26 of the StaffingStartup.tv podcast. And today we have an amazing special guest by the name of Anastasia Green, who is the CEO of Aurora which is an online platform that connects companies to engineers all around the world using AI and blockchain, which makes the process much smoother. We're going to talk about cryptocurrency. We're going to talk about females in tech. Oh my gosh. Are you ready? Let's get fired up. Welcome to StaffingStartup.tv, the podcast that gives you direct access to the world's leading recruitment, staffing, and startup experts. Dee Williams speaks with amazing thought leaders, venture capitalists, and technology trendsetters about their journey, challenges, and successes related to recruitment, staffing, and hiring. Now, here's your host, Dee Williams. Hey everybody, this is Dee Williams and welcome to the StaffingStartup.tv podcast where we get fired up about recruitment and staffing. That's right. This podcast is all about the ins and outs, ups and downs and all arounds of finding and nurturing and securing exceptional talent for companies all across the globe. And today we're diving right into one of my favorite segments, Driven Insights. That's right, where we talk to thought leaders about recruitment, hiring and recruitment leadership practices that will help staffing entrepreneurs support their clients and candidates more effectively to grow their business. And I'm very excited today to have with us a a, a entrepreneur who is doing, who's shaking up the world. Let me just say that. I don't even know how to say she's shaking up the world, especially in recruitment and staffing. Hashtag girl power. (laughs) I want to introduce CEO of Aura auracoins.io to be exact, Miss Anastasia Green. Hey, Anastasia, how are you? Hi, Dee. I'm so happy to be here. I know, I'm, I'm doing great. Sending you highs from San Francisco. Listen, I'm so amped up. I can't even, like, I'm trying to, okay, Dee, be quiet, be quiet, because I'm so <laughs> fired up to have you on today's podcast, because... You are really forcing people to think differently in a society where that's not necessarily, you know, looked upon in a great manner. And I have to commend you for what you're doing. So before I get all mushy and start (laughs) talking about everything, can you tell us a little bit about you before you even talk about your technology? Can you tell us a little bit about you and the journey that you've you've experienced over the last few years in, in this tech space? Of course. Um, well, I am originally from Ukraine, and um, that's where I started my entrepreneurial path about five years ago, now even six. Uh, and I've been in tech for the past 10 years, pretty much most of my life. I've been extremely, extremely passionate uh, working with engineering teams, uh, managing, hiring, firing, <laughs> doing on-site, off-site, uh, remote, and like really being hands-on with development teams all my life, pretty much. And for the past three years, I've been hustling in San Francisco, in Silicon Valley, and um, I got really passionate about uh, HR tech because I saw how old and huge this industry is and how many problems are there. And, you know, having this uh, outsider look, uh, being from emerging market, being from totally different different world that we have here, especially in the area, um, 
I was, I, I got, I got so many ideas and so much passion of like, how can we change it? And we should make it better. So I'm all about people. I'm all about smart people. And I'm all about how technology can leverage um, opportunities and connections between the smart people. Yeah. And so just so everybody knows, and she's about to dive into this really aggressively, she (laughs) is working in the cryptocurrency space and she's incorporated that into HR tech. And we're going to talk about that in more detail. Uh, Thomas Carper, he's a U.S. U.S. senator. He stated virtual currencies, perhaps most notably Bitcoin, have captured the imagination of some, struck fear among others and confused the heck out of the rest of us. You have dived into this whole blockchain world and this cryptocurrency world. Can you tell us a little bit about your technology and what you guys are doing over there and gals? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. would love to. Um, I am passionate about blockchain. Um, Actively passionate for the past year and a half. That's when I started using this technology. But really about the idea of decentralization and the blockchain as it is, um, I've been closely looking at it for the since 2013, um, when the first hype started was Bitcoin. Uh, and a friend of mine told me about this new currency that uh, you can uh, mine and that uh, provides you with this out of the middleman uh, path, uh, without middleman path. And I was like, huh, that's very interesting because, you know, in emerging markets, we don't trust in government, we don't trust into the system. So we always look into this uh, ways um, around. but then, you know, like back back then, I was like, so what can you do with Bitcoin? And he's like, well, you can buy drugs. <laughs> such, a, <laughs> such a great usage. <laughs> until, until just recently when we had this huge blow up uh, on the market yeah. because of the Ethereum, because of the opportunities to do fundraising and um, issue your own token and to apply token economy on your businesses that's when everything started um exploding all around uh all around the world literally and that's when i got um very actively involved into the whole movement uh and you know i've been already in hr tech i already knew about decentralization uh i already saw the problems of uh recruiting uh the problems of working with especially distributed teams um and everything just came in place like i understood where the problems are one of the things that blockchain is adding to businesses it's trust and in hiring and recruiting, we know that trust is one of the most essential components when you hire somebody. Of course. Um, so that was like a first click. And then the other click for me was um, I work, I still work with a lot of um, team members abroad. And one of the pains is you can't pay them. They simply can't accept PayPal because there is no PayPal in the emerging market yeah. or um, their bank account doesn't allow to accept dollars. Uh, or they simply don't have bank account, but at the same time, they're still talented um, engineers right. or tech people. And then I was like, huh, and you can send cryptocurrency in one click with a very low fees around the world? <laughs> That's a cool thing. Wow. <laughs> so that was, that was, you know, two of the most obvious applications for me. And then the more I've been diving deeper, um, doing, uh, talking to hundreds of amazing smart people about different kind of blockchains and different applications. Uh, it was just connecting the dots between problems and possible solutions using this technology. That's awesome. So what exactly does your technology do? 
Sure. Um, we are the platform that is connecting companies to uh, engineers around the world. And we're using blockchain and artificial intelligence to make this process smooth. And the main applications are A, uh, is building, or rather, as it's used to say in decentralized communities, removing trust from the process, which means that you don't need to trust person experience or skills because their professional reputation is stored on the blockchain and it's in this way it's proven and basically because it's unmutable by blockchain as it is um as the part of the technology so it's look at it as a very true resume right that you don't have to do background check on because it is true by its nature Okay, that's interesting. So how is it true by its nature? Who defines this truth? I mean, are they doing like, how does that work? Because like, because <laughs> yes, I, I agree with you. We need to change the hiring process. We need to change the sourcing and screening process. We need new job descriptions and new resumes. I agree with all of that. We talk about that all the time on yes. staffingstartup.tv. But what you're saying is sounds like it's almost like a step beyond that. So what do you mean by tr- it true? So would the resume completely go away? Uh, I honestly don't believe in the resume. Okay. Maybe I'm not allowed to say it. <laughs> you can say anything you want. This is my show. Say whatever you want to say. <laughs> So you don't believe in resume. So how does this blockchain go in and pull? Because I know we're all digital, right? But we really started to get super digital after a certain point in time, right? When the, the, the I feel like when we kind of went through the internet boom, the first one, right? Because we had, I think we have two or three that we've gone through so far or whatever. So how does it pull? How does it define you're real? I'm real. You're true. I'm true. How does it do that? Right. It's a great question. The thing is, with resume, you can write whatever you want to write in the resume as an employee, um, as a candidate. Uh, and, for example, if you're working with somebody from another country, like, how do you going to do that background check? Are you really going to call a company in India and ask uh, if this person works for you? Uh, so how can you prove that this person has been working in 20 20- 2009 uh, for some specific companies and some specific technologies. Uh, and, you know, all this, all this kind of problems that we face every day trying to find the right talent. Um, what we are doing, we are saying that we're not going to look into your resume. What we're going to look into, into actually, into your actual coding, um, into your repositories, into your code. Basically, learning what kind of technological stack you have what years you've been submitting this code, uh, what is the level of this code, like how complex it is. So uh, instead of going into experience by company, we are turning it more into um, actual skill set. Show and tell, right. You got to show me what you can do. Don't just tell me, you got to show me. I'm with that. Now I think I love you 10 times more, right? Because (laughs) that's definitely the direction I feel like that um, that we're going in. In in an interview that I saw you in, you stated that you didn't feel like the world was kind of ready for um, some of the changes that clearly are taking place, whether we want them to or not, right? Um, Do I feel like, um, similar to you, that um, I actually disagree, actually. I think the world is definitely ready for something new. I think that um, that we're drooling for it, that we're waiting for it. And the reason why I do, I feel that way is because things are moving so aggressively fast and people are adapting to these changes so aggressively and fast. 
Um, do you feel like, I mean, what, are, what is your guesstimation? Notice I said guest, right? Your guest. Get, what's your guesstimation of when you feel like we'll really be ready to trash the resume in its current format and to start looking at more of a show and tell type of, um, you know, system for hiring? Uh, I would say that it's going to be happening by groups, you know, how every adoption curve goes up. Mm -hmm. So because we chose, because it's an early stage of this transformation, we chose to work specifically with tech talent Mm -hmm. and they're like the most tech savvy. And I think they are ready. They already like for engineers, um, you know, they don't write resumes. Usually engineer with a good resume is a horrible engineer. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like the better the better they can write about themselves and sell themselves, the usual worse their tech skills are. Right. I and mean, that's what I learned from my experience. Hey, so, wait a minute. What about the resume writers out there though? That's what we do. That we're there to help make them look better. Does that mean they're crappy? <laughs> No, no. I'm that teasing. Means, that, means, that means that they know how to delegate. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. They know how to delegate well. That's really cool. Keep going. I apologize. I yeah. hate to tease you. No, uh, so I think that this this group is definitely ready. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's going to be just adoption by different parts, different pieces of the workforce. Uh, and I'm sure that tech talent will follow first. Then maybe it will be around tech and then everybody else might join this movement and this revolution. And what I truly believe in that we will be moving towards gig economy more and more where it's not about your resume. It's not about how long you stayed for, for working for one company, right? To prove your loyalty. It will be more about here's a lifetime um, that we need these skills. Like right now, we need this kind of person with this specific set, uh, skill set. And this person is ready to commit for this amount of time. And we shake hands on that. Um, but we don't promise each other forever love. You know, yeah, Patty McCord, um, which former chief technology, I'm sorry, Trump, former chief people officer, talent officer. I know I'm screwing her title up um, for Netflix. She's the one of the people, one of the key executives in Netflix to help bring it to where it is today. Uh, she talks about that a lot of, in her book, Powerful. She talks about how that Netflix culture is really like we're not your savior and we can't tell you how long you're even going to be here. We do want you here as a part of our team on a full-time basis, but understand it's your job to go out and look for your next opportunity. It's your job to get everything that you can get out of Netflix and then move on to the next place in your career. And that was the culture that they built around a tech society. I feel like that wasn't ready for that at all. You know, we were still kind of transitioning into that. So it was really cool to hear that, hear somebody else talking about, you know, how things are, um, you know, what we can expect in the future. When we start looking at the, you know, hiring, going into more of the gig economy in the future, do you feel like cryptocurrencies are going to play a major role in that? Well, um, there is this great founder of uh, another HR tech, a crypto startup from LA, um, Fred, uh, Fred Kruger from WorkCoin. And I was listening to one of his talks. And what he was saying is that, if you look into um, adoption of cryptocurrencies and top of them, uh, like Ethereum and Bitcoin, why are they popular? Because people can transfer them, uh, because people can transfer value through them. So basically, if we can find a use case where the transfer will make sense, this kind of cryptocurrency will make sense. 
And one of the biggest transfer um, channels in the world are payment for jobs. Uh, like if you look into the Upwork, they have about 1 billion transactions a month. Um, and there is a lot of small transactions, mm -hmm. but that's the number. So just think about how many um, how, how many transactions can happen in cryptocurrency. Uh, if we remove credit card scams, if we remove high fees, if we bring more people from emerging markets, if you look into Africa, uh, they're claiming to be as a continent the biggest uh, population by 2050, just by the speed of the growth. Wow. And these people will need jobs outside of the country because the local market won't provide it. So this whole talent will come to the global work workforce. Um, and they will need jobs. And India already did that. So I believe that Africa is going to be the next one. Um, and people there, um, they used to mobile payments. Um, they are not used to bank payments. They want to use SWIFT transactions. So they're going to need this tool. They're going to need wallet to accept money globally, internationally. Um, so that's where I see that revolution happening. And how does cryptocurrency compare to something like Google Pay or Apple Pay or what have you? Because I know I do a lot with um, Russell Brunson's Click Funnels, and we went to his event earlier this year, his Funnel Hacking Live event. And he's like, okay, I got announcements to make. And he's like, we now offer Apple Pay, everybody, 5,000 people, ah, you know, we now offer Google Pay. Ah, and I'm like, Okay, <laughs> you know, so like, how does that compare to cryptocurrency? Is it the same thing? Is it separate? Do you see that going away if it's something different? Well, cryptocurrencies have um, several differences between um, just digital currency as okay. it is. Uh, usually it has extra value um, besides the value of as a currency. So like, for example, um, as an owner of Aura Token, you're able to grow your professional reputation, you're able to vote for development of the platform, um, by holding currency, you earn more currency. Um, so like, every uh, currency starts to, um, tries to create extra value besides the, the value of holding it uh, or um, exchanging it into the fiat money which Apple Pay or Google Pay doesn't provide, then uh, transactions are usually, uh, even compared to Apple Pay or PayPal, um, are much faster and um, they're more secure and they can, can be anonymous. So, for example, if you are a random person and you want to create your wallet in, um, in the internet, right, in the blockchain, you simply can do that. You don't need to have ID. You don't need to have um, address. You can just create a wallet. So you can accept, you can start accepting money in 10 minutes without any extra documents needed for it. But it's still U.S. I mean, so how does the, now I'm asking you really immature questions, but like, how does the currency tr transfer? I mean, is it, is it still, when the person pulls it out, is it still in the form of dollars and cents or do you just spend it online or can you pay your bills with it if I just work for it you know what I'm saying how do I pay my bills with it and I'm in Africa and now I need to yeah. you know how does that work <laughs> yeah that's a very good question because um that's also applies to the problem of early adoption of cryptocurrency because right now 
there is not so many things that you can pay for with your cryptocurrency, right? So you can't pay your rent, unfortunately, even though I know startups move in this direction. Like, for example, you can already pay your um, internet bills and your cellular, cellular blah, 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 uh, your phone <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the cryptocurrency um, because they're just signing uh, partnerships. Uh, and I think this movement, movement will be just growing. So basically... The later we will be on the market, the more will be opportunities to spend crypto on. Uh, on the other hand, our strategy is that um, you receive, you can receive any cryptocurrency you want. Basically, it's for you to decide. And then you can transfer uh, through exchange it to the currency that you want it to have. And you can either go to the local exchange that most of the countries already have and turn it into, like in Ukraine, in Hryvna or Chinese yen or whatever you want to and then spend it uh, or you can keep it or you can invest it or whatever you want. So, and that's the other thing with cryptocurrencies because it uh, encourages people to learn about investment more um, and not just as we used to see money as an everyday tool to just get and spend. Uh, and that's what I see what um, emerging markets are lacking is understanding of that financial instruments because you know to earn more money you need not just to spend what you're earning yeah. and the cryptocurrency aspect and the whole exchange aspect and the whole ecosystem uh educates people to invest more yeah it does so really quickly and then we're going to take a quick break i was at a gas station around the corner from my house the other day one that i don't visit hardly ever because on the outside it kind of looks like a hole in the wall right and i like ran in to go pick up something to drink or what have you and i was in line waiting for waiting to pay for my stuff and there was a crypto currency atm there or I don't know if it's an eighteen. It was. It was a machine where you could cash in your, basically yeah. like cash in your yeah. coins and get cash out. And I'm like in line, and I'm right in front of the machine, and I'm like, wow, okay, it's okay. happening. It's, it's happening. happening. I just, I just been in uh, LA meeting this company that just got uh, 30, oh, 50 million in funding, and they build the most advanced ATM in the world. Like it's the smartest ATM. Um, and besides all the fiat currencies, they also can, uh, you can buy cryptocurrency with it and wow. you can cash out cryptocurrency with it. And they already have more than 20 currencies that they work with. Wow. And you know, it's real. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. So we're going to be back with Anastasia. She is enlightening us here, taking us way above our comfort zone, talking about cryptocurrency. We're going to talk about her technology. We're going to get in because if you go to her website, she's got some really cool stuff on the site, like ready to drool over what she's doing. Anastasia's here with Yay. us. Who will be back in one moment. <laughs> HR leaders are under more pressure than ever to deliver high quality people related solutions quickly and effectively. And Identifies Consulting is your number one strategic play when it comes to hiring, entrepreneurial recruitment, and HR talent. You can build the right team for the business when you hire true business partners in recruitment and HR. Learn more at IdentifiesConsulting.com. That's I-D-E-N-T-I-F-I-Z-E Consulting.com or call 866-432-8801. 
All right, and we are back. My name is Dee Williams, and I'm the host here of StaffingStartup.tv. And I am so excited because Anastasia Green came by StaffingStartup.tv and said, you know what, I want to enlighten you guys with this positive energy that I'm emitting from me. And I want to talk about my technology. And I think that that is so awesome because she's doing some amazing things in recruitment and staffing with and involving blockchain and cryptocurrency. And for many of us, we have no clue what that means means right <laughs> we're still trying to okay so you know put the pieces together um so let me ask a little bit about this this journey like you're in the startup space you're a woman in the startup yeah. space you're a woman in silicon valley in the startup space and you're not even u.s born what has that been like have has it has the reception been amazing or has it been D, I need some tissue before I start. Like, how was what? What's that been like for you? Because you just got funding. You just got. Um, I read on your website you guys have some investors that are investing into your platform, right? Yeah, yeah that's not that, easy. So. That's not congratulations. Was, first uh, of all, yeah. thank you, thank you. So tell Appreciate us a little it. bit about that. Well, um, the past. I think for me, it's been a little bit easier because I've been. Um, working in Ukraine in all men, only men environment, most of the, you know, I've been the only girl in the room all the time. Okay. okay. So um, that taught me to um, develop my brain more <laughs> and, you know, just try to be sharper and harder and uh, pushy and bossy. Um, and that's been my style for well, pretty much past seven years. But then when I moved here and I've been trying to play the same game here in the U.S. And I realized that I'm a woman and I never be a man. Right. And right. basically in a room trying to play on the same field, I'm going to lose anyway. Right. Um, trying to use the same qualities and trying to be more bully and pushy. Um, I won't be. That's not my natural skills. It's not my natural gifts. So... It's been really a path of understanding what does it mean to be uh, a female founder? What are my advantages? How can I leverage that? Um, and, you know, what really helped me a lot is meeting badass female founders. Hello. <laughs> yes, yes. Like understanding that there is hundreds of incredible women that are smart, ambitious, talented they're hustling they're doing it and at the same time they're incredibly supportive towards each other um and that's actually been one of the biggest shifts for me coming from ukraine to the united states because in ukraine women are very competitive towards each other oh wow and they oh, wow. kind of, yeah it is it is a, a little bit snaky <laughs> environment um you know they have different it's a different culture yeah, um yeah. Still, still very patriarchic. Uh, and then it's more about let's help each other. And that's one of the things that's been extremely empowering in blockchain because um, when crypto revolution started happening, everybody were pretty much on the same level. Mm -hmm. So everybody could answer. Uh, and a lot of uh, women answered. Um, and they were like, okay, this is our time to distribute the wealth. This is our time to distribute the power in the world. We can step in. Uh, we can be... Uh, founders we can be investors now um we can lead communities we can build communities um so that path helped me define myself as a leader 
And you seem and, like an, a phenomenal leader, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, you've learned a huge lesson and definitely one that I, I can definitely re- relate to in so many ways. I think business as a whole, where wherever you are, is really dominated by the male gender. And as women, when we are in these powerful roles, we really don't know the rules around how we're supposed to function and, you know, how we're supposed to act and different things like that. But I think I agree with you. The lessons you learned that there's power in being a woman, you know, yeah. And, yeah. and when you understand the power that you have, it just makes things so much more exciting. Uh, can you tell us a little bit, you know, in building this technology for the recruitment and staffing space, You've never been a recruiter before, per se, have no. you? No. So have you gotten pushback around that? Uh, a little bit, yes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, right now we have as a side, um, like arm of our company, we have staff and agency that is doing hiring for blockchain companies. That's where I actually do some recruiting parts of the process myself, okay. like sourcing or interviewing just to like really learn and close those gaps that I never um, had due to my profession. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, what it was uh, all my life, for some reason, I really didn't like recruiters. I was like, this is such a bad profession. <laughs> but you're not the only one. There's a lot of people like that that don't really understand the value of what recruiters bring. So how do you feel about recruiters now? I think it's a really tough job. It and is. I think that technology can help a lot. Yeah. And it can take uh, from the hands of a recruiter very manual and boring things, uh, like background check and sourcing and putting together profiles from LinkedIn and GitHub and others and keep the interesting part, which is a human connection, yes. which is really finding the match and like learning the culture of the company and trying to understand who's going to match that first. Yes. And that's the most um, that's the most juicy, I think, part of the whole process. So do you think I'm so I'm going back through our conversation and, uh, you know, you were talking about how you did the early adoption with um, with the IT space and the way blockchaining works. I think, you know, it it does. That's really cool for the IT space because they have code that you can actually look at and and the system can say this code is great. It's not okay. We're going to move. But when you have an administrative assistant or customer service rep or you have an accountant or you have an attorney or in healthcare right now, you know, more jobs than than healthcare professionals. How can we also use blockchain um, in, in with the sourcing process? Because I think you were talking more about the sourcing aspect of, of recruiting. How can we use blockchain to be able to source not just technologists where there's something tangible for the technology to be able to read, but in areas where there is nothing tangible? Well, I guess then it comes down to, uh, and there are several companies, not just us working on this, um, by decentralizing assessment of skills um, when other people can prove that you have this, this skill on this level. And it's done through tests and the results are written to the blockchain. So basically you're saying that I am a corporate attorney and I know um, corporate law uh, as a let's say, partner level, right? Like um, not uh, senior level. Uh, I, talk, I talk in tech terms. No worries. Time. I'm with uh, you. <clears throat> and 
you can complete the test and random people on the platform can check results of the test who are familiar with the skill as well. So you know how endorsements on LinkedIn work? Yeah. Um, where everybody can endorse everybody. Yeah. But by the end of the day, it doesn't really make sense because like I'm endorsed for skills I never had in Me my too. life. Me too. Me too. I hate that feature actually. I think it can be revived a little bit better. Um, but I, okay. So with that, don't, don't stop there. Cause I want to ask another question yeah. around that. So, okay. So I think that's great that, that we're thinking of skills assessments. I think that's awesome. However, my daughter is 15 years old and she's um, she just started school two weeks ago, all honors classes except for one. Um, she is out. She's very intelligent, outstanding with everything. She knows her ish. OK, but when you say the word test or you start to test her, her test scores do not represent her actual level of knowledge. And I'll take that a step further for an attorney. They've been testing. That's their career. That's their education. They're, that's a part of them. Before an admin or a, maybe even an RN, I you know I do recruiting in, in the in the healthcare space sometimes, and they're required to do these healthcare assessments. Now these are RNs that have been an RN for 30, 40 years. You put that assessment in front of them, fail. Does that yeah. mean that they don't know how to do the job? Of course they know how to do the job. They've been doing it for 30. They're doing it now. But you put that test in front of them and they fail. So how how accurate can that be when people clearly, some people get intimidated by the word assessment. They get intimidated by the word test. Tests don't fully. I'm one of them. Are you? Okay, me too. Right. So I didn't want to say that, but now that you confess, I'll confess. But how do you, how does blockchain, because like, I feel like we're back at square one from that perspective. I don't feel like that assessment is enough for us to really be not like coding, right? Coding. Yes. I am with you. Get in there, see what they're doing. Yes. But when you start talking about other positions, I feel like it's a fine line and like, yeah. how can, like, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Well, I know I'm, you know, I'm not blockchain maximalist. Like, I think that blockchain can solve a lot of problems. Right. And it makes sense uh, in some cases. Mm-hmm. But it's not, the, um, it's not the holy Bible. Right, you know? right. You shouldn't be trying to solve every world problem with a blockchain. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, and especially when we're talking about assessment of sco- soft skills, right, or professions where uh, it's more human-oriented, things and like they're not as tangible as code it's completely different way of recruiting in my opinion and that's why like our platform we decided to focus on a specific niche because understanding the level and um skills of engineers compared to understanding the level of skills of nurse uh or school teacher two totally different things right yeah yeah you can't and you know the other thing that it's even different when you assess skills of a designer for example we're talking about web designer um if you would try to look at the resume of the web designer right now it's a dribble um i think it's one of the best resume tools right so it's not about writing down that i've been a designer it's all about your portfolio Mm -hmm. uh and dribble and your following on dribble uh, or Behance, 
Um, or Binkable. Binkable is a new mobile Binkable. app. Yeah, are you familiar with them? Love. No. Love. Oh, he's coming on the podcast too. He's awesome. Oh, he's cool, cool. got one for the software development market. I think uh, Sean P. Diddy Combs uses his app for all only graphic designers. It's supposed to be the new biggest thing on the market, but it's really powerful. I've seen it work and it's all about the show and tell kind of mentality. And I think that's, I love the fact that we're going in that direction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all about show me what you can do. Show me what are your best skills. Uh, like I want to understand it in the first 10 seconds looking at your profile yeah. and not like reading resume for 10 minutes. Right. Um, you know, it's it's too like the speed of life is too fast and like we need to make decisions much, much faster. And especially when we're hiring not just locally, but globally, you have access to all these millions of people. So how do you find the best ones of them? How do you decide? How do you make the decision really fast? Like if this person is a good match for your company or not? Uh, I think that's where a lot of HR tech companies are trying to tap into. Mm -hmm. Really cool stuff. Um, So we're going to be back, um, take another quick break and then we're going to come back and just learn more about the technology learn more about anastasia and uh stick around we've got so much to get into we'll be right back attention all technologists recruiters and hr professionals telecommunications finance engineering and healthcare professionals who have a passion for entrepreneurship and a passion for people A major economic crisis is happening all over the world and is reported by 2030 the demand for skilled workers will outstrip supply, which will result in a global talent shortage of more than 85.2 million people and $8.5 trillion of unrealized revenue. This is a major economic problem to be solved, and there's still time to make an impact. With the $429 billion global industry of recruitment and staffing, you can create your own business model that will help companies realize their unrealized revenue by supplying a niche set of skilled people. You will also have the ability to help hundreds, if not thousands of people, prepare for work and land new job and career opportunities. Expand on the idea and let Identifies Consulting show you how you can bring your idea to life, get you up to speed on the current business model and trends, help you add your own twist, get your business set up, launched, and earning revenue. Visit IdentifiesConsulting.com or call 866-432-8801 today. What are you working on and what's your mission? Okay, so we are back and Anastasia Green is here and her company is Aura, like the aura that you have all around you. And yes. <laughs> And Aura is such an amazing concept. And I say concept because whenever you are tapping into something that is so new, you know, it it starts off as an idea, as a concept. And so if you go to AuraCoins.io, and and I'm here on the site now just because I don't want to mess anything up. It's a decentralized developer recruitment network using blockchain and artificial intelligence to disrupt global hiring of tech talent. Wow. And because uh, I mean, that's what we, we very that's simple. What, yeah, very, so you're using AI. Is that correct? Yes. AI data analysis and matching. Um, I saw on your website or crystals, their units of professional network. Is that a part of the black, the black, the, my black, is that a part of the blockchain um, process? Um. Not, not really. Well, I guess it's a part of the whole network, of the whole platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way we decide to use crystals is that's our way of creating profiles. Okay. And 
it's coming from maybe my wild imagination. I um, love it. <laughs> you know, my company's name is Identifies, right? It's, it's, I just made it up. So I love that you did that. You're taking your candidates through a full experience. Is that correct? Yes. So because we are targeting geeks, we're targeting engineers. Yeah. And um, I've been surrounded by engineers all my, all my life. And engineers, what do they do? They play games. They're very much gaming type of personalities and that's what we're trying to do was recruiting process for them and their um workplace for them it's not linkedin it's not upwork it's a game like you have your crystal you upgrade your crystal you build new facets of it here's a new skill here is something you can do to upgrade your facet here is the job you can jump on it's gonna grow your level up and you know this whole process is specifically designed for a new generation of millennials who are entering the workspace um and they need something a little bit more engaging than what we have right now and so I love where you say it, you will expedite the hiring and communication process, increasing overall market success. Do they also get to put their code into Aura or is Aura checks code from other places? And it we just, check code. Okay, you check code. So Aura is really, really focusing mainly on the matching process and getting them yes. hired. Okay. Yes. For us, is to, it is the way for you to grow through your professional life. Um, is the way we want to do it. So basically you enter the space, right, as a talent. And then we show you where you're at right now and where you can be as a professional. And here's all these ways for you to reach it. And either it will be through education, through our educational partners, through all over the world um, that we already have around different countries, uh, or it's the jobs from companies that you can take that also will grow you professionally. So it's all about really making it fun um, and making it like making people happy uh, with their jobs. You know, don't stop treating job as something that will just pay you off, right? Yeah. That's something that will pay your bills, right. but something that you're passionate about, right. something that will grow you, uh, something that will engage you uh, and at the same time pay your bills. But they already need to be in the tech space first. They can't be like, um, I said, be like, my mom is going to kill me if she hears this podcast. And I said that she's a teacher. She's going to be like, what? Okay, so they they can't come in onto the platform. I just graduated from from technical school um, or I am fresh out of high school. And I know at some point I want to be a developer. So I'm just going to come in. Can they come in at that point or do they need to already be in the market, in the space, doing things and then looking to kind of move around in, in the market space throughout their career? Our strategy is actually focusing on the newbies, uh, okay. and that's why we work with a lot of educational, um, either academies or boot camps or hackathons, uh, institutes um, all around the world, uh, because we believe that, especially in tech, especially engineers, the earlier they start, the earlier they learn to be to work remotely and you know be on a level of a global talent the more successful they will be in life. So basically, talking about engineer from India or Ukraine or Belarus, um, if they work only locally, their opportunities are uh, usually limited. And the level of um, companies they can work for is not as advanced as it could be if they enter a global workplace, right? So like think of somebody who can be working for 
you know, flag team as a remote engineer uh, from the second year of their career life, life path. So what we do for uh, newbies uh, is we give them small challenges that they can solve, like like a piece, uh, big piece learning. Uh, and they can, uh, for some of them, they can even um, earn some coins as well. Uh, but they're like just small, you know, small, right. small uh, endorsements. Uh, but doing those uh, challenges upgrades their profile. And as soon as they reach the level of being like level one engineer uh, in some skill, they can already take on junior position. Okay. So they're really, you're really allowing them to grow through the network. I love that. And um, I love that idea. So I think that, that that's Thank great. You. And that's definitely where, where we're going. You and I have so much in common. I, and we'll have yes. to talk off air <laughs> about these things because some of the things that you're talking about um, – it, it, for for my listeners, you guys have heard me talk about this journey over the last couple of podcast episodes. We've had um, Raj on here, who is the co-founder of Recruiter Box, um, who's been doing some great things with technology. We talked to Lou Adler, who's like the king of recruiting, you know, and really starting to put the pieces together. One of the bigger things that, you know, one of the bigger reasons that I put this podcast together was because there are a lot of people that are entering the recruitment and staffing space. And there are people that are entering this space from a traditional perspective and then there are people that are entering this space kind of for who are forward moving forward thinking like you and I right and (laughs) my goal is to get everyone out of that traditional space and to kind of open things up a little bit more through technology we should be doing everything in my opinion at this point in time through some means of technology, you know, even the recruiting process is is so funny. I talk to, I train recruiters all the time and I'm like, are you meeting your candidates? And they tell me, no, I'm like, how can you submit somebody and you've never met them? Well, I'm not in the same city and state. I'm like, you have FaceTime, you have um, Google. What is Google's um, uh, hangouts? You've got, uh, I mean, Skype. I mean, come on now, you know, so we're getting into that space where we should be connecting with people on a more global level. Does Aura kind of bring in that portion of the interview process as well, where you have like the video interviewing? Or is it more around the sourcing and growing the talent. You're listening to StaffingStartup.tv. Be sure to connect with us on YouTube to catch the live video footage of the show. Well, for us, uh, adding video interviews is one of the way, ways of upgrading your crystal, your professional profile. So basically, if you're going to be answering questions uh, and recording a short video, that's just going to put you higher um, on a platform as a talent. Um, the part of um, video interview, I think, is crucial in general. So basically, it's impossible to hire somebody before you talk to them and at least saw how they look like. It just adds so much more trust. But I think that's one of the uh, last steps uh, of hiring. It's basically the video interview. Right now, in the in development of the platform, we focus on the first steps of and course. actually like putting you together, and then you guys can figure out the video interview. But I totally agree with you. Like it's it's such a necessary thing, and for you know because we're focused on distributed teams, um, being able to have the culture of video calls is crucial 
like teams that are not talking face to face, at least through video, um, it just takes them much longer to understand each other, even just chatting, you know. So that's why we have Zoom. That's why we have Hangouts. Yeah. That's why we have all the video uh, technology for us to connect better when we are overseas. So you are doing you you so so awesome, guys. You have to go to oracoins.io. Um, A-U-R-A-C-O-I-N-S dot I-O. So, um, you know, before I I really get into conversations with my podcast guests, I do this thing where I like just go crazy and cyber stalk them, right? To see what they're doing. I, I love your website, Anastasia, because you list your roadmap on there, which is something that um, a lot of companies don't see. And I noticed that in the fourth quarter of this year, you have your real launch, your quote unquote 1.0 version launch. Yes. Congratulations. Are you excited? You. First of I'm all, I'm very excited. I'm freaking out and I'm excited as well. <laughs> you got to do both, right? You got to do both at the same time. So it's when you, we were talking about the, the video aspect is the this launch that you have, is this kind of your minimum minimum viable product that you're putting out there to kind of test the waters or how's that? Because I know you're doing a beta next next quarter, which is coming up right around the corner. Yeah, yeah. It's coming up very soon. We already launched Alpha. We're already basically building the profiles of engineer um, on Aura, storing into blockchain. Right now we're working on profiles for the companies and uh, a new way of them, as you said in the beginning, um, disrupting the job description. Because I honestly think that companies don't know how to create job descriptions. And the thing is that they don't have to know. It's not their job. Um, so we're helping them to shape, you know, one of, just a story, quick story, side story. Just one, one of our recent clients of our agency, um, we're asking like, so what are you looking for in a um, backend engineer? And they're like, MySQL, PHP, HTML. And they just continue like the scale of, 12 tech technologies and i'm like guys are you sure you need all of that let's like unicorn you can't find that kind of person you need to pick top five that are must have or even top three that are must have and then let's go into good to have and then let's go into good but not necessary uh and you know even small things like that um companies are going through the process of understanding and defining their way of hiring and i think that's where technology or working with a recruiter can help them to do these things much faster and much less painful. Do you think that staffing companies are going to go away? Good question. Because of technology? Um, I think not in the next five years. Um, but I think they're going to change their role. It's rather going to be just different. That the, the industry will be changed a lot. Um, it will be much more technological, will be much more human-oriented, uh, much less process-oriented as it is right now. Like, I feel right now most of the recruiting is just, um, it's just a spreadsheet, you know, just doing sourcing, filtering, matching, and, like, you know, trying to keep in touch with the candidates, building a database. Um, all of that can be done through technology. Um, and then you can just do 
the funniest part. Right. The, the selling, the selling them on the opportunity, on the culture, on the position. If full-time positions be, continue to be a thing, I know people like to work in teams and, and I think companies assume that, a, a, that in order to create a great team, that everyone has to work under that company as a W-2 employee. And you and I both know that's not true, right? Um, I heard you mention earlier, you feel like the world is definitely going to go into that kind of gig space, you know, at some point, I definitely see that in the next 30 years. Um, this is, this is your, you know, again, we have to talk offline because you have Let's so much, so much going on and in a great way. Um, so how can we support you? What can my listening audience do for you to whatever? What can we do for you? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's a great question. Thank you for us asking. Uh, I can't really talk about it yet, <laughs> but um, we will be having a crowdfunding campaign. Uh, and um, everybody who will want to support Aura and become an investor uh, or member of our crew, they will be able to contribute as low as $100. Uh, and have benefits on the platform and basically um, moving the development of the platform in direction, basically having a vote in developing of the platform. Oh, wow. So that's one of the opportunities, but I can't tell names yet. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so when, when that comes out, um, will it be on your website? It will be on our website, yes. Okay. So if you are interested, just go to oracoins.io and sign up and you will receive a magical newsletter. Yes, I was going to say you can go to her website. I've already um, put my email address in. I haven't pressed the submit button yet, but I've already put my email address. So it's just waiting for me to click that button. So that Because that was the first I saw it. I was like, I definitely want to stay in touch and kind of see what you have going on. So um, you can find Anastasia at or oracoins.io make sure you go there and check out what she has going on this is the future of recruitment and staffing my staffingpreneurs and you know what a better I, I and it's for, for my guys I love you but I just have to say this what a better way to introduce the future by having a nice woman in play who's <laughs> like hey you know I absolutely love it I'm fired up uh, will you come back and hang out with us again and talk to us more we want to walk this journey with you as you do it and we want to support you in any way form or fashion that we can so will you come back yes i would love to and i mean you are such a knowledgeable professional in this uh space i love your emails i love your podcasts it's such a pleasure i learned so much you know sometimes i'm like do I really know about recruiting and stuff? <laughs> and then I can just go and listen to what you're talking about. Uh, so yeah, I'd be happy to be back. It's all, um, I believe in, um, it's op either open, open source or crowdsourcing or let's call it uh, global consciousness. So uh, what we're doing at Aura, it's not uh, my ideas. It's what I gather and put together from people who I work with, from professionals in the area, from companies who are having and facing these problems every single day, from yeah. engineers around yeah. the world. So it's it's um 
it's a common knowledge. It's a, a world <laughs> created by society solution. And we are just executing it. That's all. Yes, I love it. A woman after my own heart, she understands who we are and why we're here to expand. I love it. And okay, awesome. So <laughs> thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate your energy and your knowledge. We're really excited about your technology. And we definitely would love to continue to support everything that you do in all efforts. So thank you so much for being here. My name is Dee Williams. You are checking out the staffingstartup.tv podcast where we get fired up about recruitment and staffing and HR tech, right? And yes. um, I want you to come back to the podcast. We um, Our show is every week, every Monday, we launch a new episode and I want you to be there because we have some exciting people just like Anastasia coming on talking about what they're doing in the recruitment, staffing in the HR space. Anastasia, again, thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate thank you for you being too. here. Y'all have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the StaffingStartup.tv podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you'd like more information on any of our stories or would like to know how to get involved and share your story, head over to our website at StaffingStartup.tv. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and please leave a five-star rating and a super awesome review so others can enjoy the show too. Check out the live video footage on YouTube. Have a great week and we'll see you next episode.